Hello and welcome back to the Fools on the Hill podcast. My name is Yanni Westo-Green and I'm joined by Callum Davis. Hello. And Sir Liam Godfrey. Hello, Yanni Westo-Green and Callum Davis. Hello, Liam Godfrey and Yanni Westo-Green. How are we feeling today? How are we feeling? <laughs> that is going to be horrific um, sounding. Yeah, it's not going to sound good. It's fantastic. It's, it's um, bonfire night. It's uh, the day we celebrate... Someone's failing, really. Um, hopefully, someone's failed terribly. Hopefully, this is the year we Guy Fawkes is back. Um, but if you hear a few <laughs> fireworks in the background, don't be alarmed. We're all safe. <laughs> yeah, that that's a definitely very strange hot take from you, there, Liam. <laughs> Do you disagree? I don't really want to be blown up. If I'm honest, it's been a shit year, no, but Christ. No, uh, listen. Are you in Parliament? Why would you be getting blown up? <laughs> yeah, good point. Come yeah, on, good. Callum. Come good on. Point. Is you in Parliament, though? <laughs> Is, you? <laughs> Is you an elected official? You've both taken this away at the same time. Oh, delightful. So, this is a podcast about music. Whoa. And the first category of the podcast is What's the Story? What is the story, Yanni? Liam. Liam. What's the story? Liam, it's really urgent. You, you've got to take it. Liam, <laughs> tell him what the story is, please. Please, Liam. I, I, do you know, I've never really thought about being a newscaster. It's not anything I've ever been interested in. Um, but I think I could do it really well. talk. I think that's unfair. I was watching... I'm not going to say anything because I've really struggled I was so wa- <laughs> to speak. I was watching... This is why I should be the host. Well, I, listen. With the most. I was watching Children Need yes. Something last night, something to do that. And someone was saying how they could hear the whole gallery in their ear and they obviously still need to read the teleprompter at the same time. And I thought, that sounds like insane, but I think I'd be up for it. First story of the week. (laughs) (laughs) We have an announcement, an album announcement from a band called Sleaford Mods. I assume hailing from Sleaford. You would assume. Yeah, I would assume that. And I would say they're probably... I would class themselves as mods as well. They're definitely not mods. No. Definitely Maybe they're a fan not. of the modernist Ew. movement. Um, who knows? Um, I honestly have never listened to Sleeper Mods, so... Maybe I reckon they've Callum... Got a few, they've got do a yourself a favour. Yeah, I was going to say... Callum do yourself a favour and don't. Fill in here. But they've announced an album anyway, Spare Ribs. January 15th release date. Um, are we excited, boys? No. Um, I mean, I like I like like two of their songs. I can't Life really life. imagine that I'm gonna like this, but you know, who am I to rule uh, to rubbish off their yeah, rue the day album yeah. before Carly. it's released? You've got to be, you know, we'll cover it when it comes out, possibly, and you've got to be ready to to yeah. uh, open expand your horizons every week, and that's what Beautiful. we do here on Pulls and Hill podcast. We expand our horizons. We open up third eye. And we Liam, stop expanding your horizon on camera, please. I'm glowing. Um, <laughs> and there was a new track released with that Mork and Mindy, featuring another artist, Billy. So much uh, I believe Billy Nomit. Is that right, Callum? Possibly. Yes, Billy Nomit. Um, I like Billy Nomit. Not personally. I don't don't know him. 
with you. Do they typically have uh, a lot of features on the in the music? Because from what I know of Seaford mods, um, I don't really feel like much goes on in their music. <laughs> so. Um. No, I, to my knowledge, which is very minimal of Sleeper Mods, I don't think that they have many features. Um, cool, so they are a duo. They're, and they're expanding their horizons, is what you tell me. They are expanding their horizons. Uh, I've seen them do their song Job Seeker on um, Jules Holland before, which is a very good performance. Okay. And I'd just like to say that the guy who does the music in the band literally presses play on his laptop. Yep. And just drinks beer throughout. I remember, he doesn't pretend he's DJing. I definitely remember I seeing that. that on Jules Holland. Actually, I remember watching yeah. that at half ten or whatever, and being confused. Um... <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's good that he's not, you know, standing there like a twat pretending he's mixing. Yeah, but he's just standing there like a twat pretending he's not mixing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, know, it's real eggs and tomato. <laughs> Whatever the, the smell of bacon is so strong. <laughs> no, wait, the smell of piss is so strong. It smells like good bacon. Yeah, the... piss, pissing in the third eye. Um, so a new announcement, uh, announcement on the album there, Spare Ribs. Actually, the only thing I know, Steve, they slagged off idols, didn't they, or something like that. But there you go. Uh, yeah. Bridge yeah. over yeah. troubled waters, um, and we will possibly talk about more Mindy in Hot Off The Press in Hot Off The Press later. Um, and next on the news, we have nothing else. <laughs> not much uh, not much happened in the world of music lots lots of stuff happened in the world of uh, the world um but from what we saw not much happened in the world of music no more album announcements and that's just it Liam. we don't see a lot my eyes are closed it's only my third eye that's open <laughs> <laughs> um so that's it for the news Thank you very much, Liam Godfrey. That was wonderfully spoken. Uh, the next section. That's, 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 Sorry. A ter- that's a verb. Sorry, I'll correct myself. <laughs> that was awfully spoken. Don't come back at me like that again. Hot off the press. Whee! <laughs> um, we'll do it in order. Oh. Callum, take it away, honeyest. Was that was was that me? Was it? Because Liam made a really unholy noise. Uh, um, I I was excited by um, the idea of starting at the beginning. <laughs> Best place that's, to. That's very exciting. Callum, um, what have you been listening to, and why? What haven't I been listening to? Ooh. There has been so much on offer this week. But my main album was Black Foxes, by Black Foxes. Sadly, unlike Did there, song days, Black Foxes? there was no song called Black Foxes. Oh, that's, in, that's a, unacceptable in this day that's and funny. age, really. It is. What is the need? Can we there's, just there's, can we just clarify how um, the spelling of foxes? It is. It's not quite provocative enough to have three X's. Yeah, that would no. be. But just a bit too out there to have one. So to have two X's. It would. It I has. think it would be really good if. Um, yeah, it'd be better if I had three X's. Cool. Just being honest. Cool. Tell us more, Colin. Um, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed this album. Um, surprisingly, really? I know. Who'd have thought? It's not often we enjoy something on this podcast. We are all miserable men. <laughs> we are. Um, we are. I thought that the first track, the first track called "I Am," was. Um, you are what, mate? Very good. Uh, I am a miserable man. 
a miserable man. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah. Full circle. Yeah, I actually really, I really enjoyed the opener. Um, I don't really have much to say um, stylistically. You know, <laughs> it's quite, it's quite a great. Yeah, it's quite, a, it's it's quite a heavy album. Important. But you described the lead singer's voice as somewhat familiar to another person's Ooh, voice. Was it? Yeah, it reminded me of Brian Molko. Ooh. Is that how you pronounce that from Placebo? Who is Malco. he? I don't know. He's, he's the lead singer of Placebo. Oh, bloody he's got a bit of a, you know, got a bit of an, you know, not an annoying voice because I like some Placebo songs. I had an emo Wah. face. Whiny. It is a bit whiny. And I think, I don't know if that was a stylistic choice Black Foxes were going for or if he just has a whiny voice. Probably is just his voice. But I thought it would annoy me. It didn't really annoy me. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take of the week. <laughs> and that's that's their <laughs> review that they'll leave when they're selling yeah. the album. <laughs> I thought his voice would annoy me, but it didn't annoy me. Well, that's as nice as I've been so far on this podcast. Um, what a lovely week. Yes. Following that was a <laughs> song called Badlands, or Badlands, however you want to pronounce it, because you all take the piss out of the way I speak. Which is uh, no, quite ironic. Badlands, yeah, okay. Badlands. 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 Oui. Um, and it's an eight-minute track. And after listening to the Carlton Melton album, which we will we will talk about oh, later, I was I was worried. But uh, it was genuinely a very good, very good track. I noticed that the first two tracks in the album say "I am" a lot. That was cool, though. I thought Just, I, I like that. It, um, there's another album we'll talk about later. There's, there's something similar, but I like that carry on. Yeah, but it was like 12 minutes of him saying, like, I am about... It wasn't... Honestly, wouldn't be far short of about 100, 100 times. It was only, it like, was... at the beginning of Badlands, wasn't it? No, it came back a lot. I'm sure it did, because I remember thinking... Liam, I think it's Badlands. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So Badlands. Badlands. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything to um, to say on the album overall. There's just a few good songs that I liked. My Skin. Um, My Skin I, is... I wrote... I my like skin, your skin too. It's quite my nice. Skin. The way I did it is I just wrote My Skin as a good song. So I thought <laughs> the title was My Skin. <laughs> my Skin. Um, but yeah, I wrote that I didn't really like the Americanized vocal. I don't know if they are American, I presume British. so. If not, it's they are British. They're indeed British. Great British. Oh, well, that's even more annoying. I take he back, the United I take back my earlier quote of saying that the voice didn't annoy me. I think, unless I've made that. Because that has since annoyed I me. I think when you mention that, I check, I'm pretty... Now we have to fact check it. Bristol, from <laughs> Bristol. Wow. Well, that's just... that's not the accent, is it? It's just quite annoying. Then uh, from here on in, the the album kind of tails off for me. I thought Panic was quite poor, quite repetitive lyrically. Um, but yeah, it was overall quite an enjoyable album. The last two songs kind of pick it back up, but doesn't really, you know, nothing to write home about, but. It was all right. Three out, out of five. five. Three out of five. Oh, yeah. I think that's fair. I agree. I thought Badlands was the best song on the album. Uh, yeah, I think Badlands. So. Badlands. Sorry. Um, I like the last two songs were very different. It feels like there's a number of styles for this album, and it yeah. it it kind of goes from heavy at the beginning to um, I couldn't really say what it ends up as, but it, it definitely you can see the the morph throughout the album of this of like these different styles. Which is, it's interesting. Is this their is this their debut album? Do you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know I should know this, but no, like it kind of feels like they're all songs that have been 
written like it's a third album i think well over time you know like they've it's kind of like yeah it's not really cohesive it feels like some songs are like two years old or whatever Makes sense. But, um i thought the song drug holiday although lyrically didn't i wasn't into that uh, i thought it was a good song um yeah i think musically it was quite good yeah yeah talking about poor lyrics what did you listen to this week liam <laughs> I listened to um, the thirteenth studio album from Eels. Uh, unlucky for some. <laughs> I think it's pretty unlucky for these guys. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> I, no, I'll get into it properly. Uh, it's called Earth to Dora. Um, I thought it started off well. Starts off with a song called Anything for Boo, and when we were picking the albums this week, I um, wasn't sure what to pick, and li- just happened to listen to this first song. I thought it sounded pretty good. I was into it. Um, I didn't know anything about, uh, about eels apart from what I think Yanni mentioned when we spoke about them. The, the, Slippery buggers. Um, yeah, the electric sometimes. Um, <laughs> Yanni mentioned that they did a song on the Shrek soundtrack, which I didn't know. Shrek 2, Shrek 2. Oh, shit. Take your Shrek you Shrek Sorry, let me read that. Shrek 2 yeah. soundtrack. I didn't know anything about them. Um, but yeah, first song, anything for Boo, I enjoyed that. Um, it, I kind of felt... And like I don't know how far off I'm with this, but the style was similar to kind of like Counting Crows. Something about that like time of like you know like noughties kind of I don't know what you'd describe that as. You're talking to two people who have never listened to that. You must band. know Counting Crows. I wrote I no, I wrote that it was a bit Father John Misty without the interesting elements or punch. No. Um I have never listened to Father John Misty, so but I'm, well, I'm, this is a great conversation. I'm, I'm fairly sure they're on different <laughs> ends of the spectrum here. Counting Crows is um um uh, maybe think tr- is a train. Task. You're the band Train. Oh Jesus! No, no, I don't train. know. That's, that's not right. But that kind of like naughty's kind of. I think you should in, just like, say copy kind facts of. that you think yeah. are right, but aren't actually. That's right. one of them. Uh, um, but vocally and like lyrically, uh, I think Counting Crows was a. Similarity, but I could be way off on that. I don't know. Would you compare them to Counting Crows? Crows. Um, Okay. Not a lot of depth to lyrics at all um, from a lot of the songs. Um, Good gracious. Great many of them. I'll go into some detail in a moment. I like a lot of the chord progressions throughout the songs and melodies. And uh, a lot of the melodies were very nice, beautiful. Uh, The title track Earth to Dora had a very lovely melody. Um, I wrote that. But again, basic lyrics. Um, some interesting but also basic lyrics in the song Are You Fucking Your Ex? Which is... Uh, Language. Oh, which is also corrected here to Are You Funking Your Ex? Which is fun. Um, <laughs> it was probably the high point of the album musically, I thought. I really liked the bass line and some great guitar work on that song. But again, in terms of lyrics, it's just not the kind of content I want. Uh, the Gentle Souls is another good track with half uh, half decent lyrics. I thought it had some good guitar work there again. Very much like the bass and simple guitar work on I Got Hurt, but the lyrics, God, they are not good. They are not good. I got hurt listening to it. I got hurt. Me. Um, what did you say? Kind of, I feel like you probably know this off by heart because you hated it so much. <laughs> I got hurt. There is a, uh, the, cor- the, the first two lines of the chorus are, I got hurt. Oh, yeah. And it didn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jesus. He's painting a picture there, isn't he? <laughs> He's really setting the scene. I, yeah. I I was I was in town and I was I just I'd just been to the bank and I was walking back home and I was actually fuming. Are these still his lyrics? Because they're no, no, <laughs> they could yeah, be. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, I was fuming. I honestly <laughs> nearly turned the album off. Was that the last song? No, it wasn't. Well, it was near the end. I was not. I, I was not happy. I didn't make any more notes. Oh, I actually put um, this song made I'm just me realize. You in the middle of town, <laughs> listening to this song and just being like, I was honestly, I was fuming. Your face, like, I put this song made me realize how basic the album is lyrically, and made me annoyed towards the end of the album, and I couldn't wait for it to finish. Yep, <laughs> I think that's fair. Lyrically, it's bad. Again, though, musically, as I say, it's a nice. It was a good bassline, some nice simple guitar work yeah. that really worked well on the on the song. I like his voice. It's really just the lyrics. It's basically for this whole album. Yeah. It's really just the lyrics. There's a lot of kind of jaunty guitar work and like uh, piano work and stuff that works really well, but the yeah. lyrics aren't good. I, I agree with you. I really, I well, I wouldn't say I really liked, but out of the album, I liked everything for anything for Boo. Sorry, yeah, the and, first one. Um, yeah, and Earth the title track mm-hmm. is a very good song. Yep. So, I think that's what annoyed me so much because I did really like them two songs. Mm-hmm. But my God, yep, I got her. Oh is, my is lord! There's something about the uh, the transition from the verse to the chorus in I Got Hurt. It reminded me of. A heat miser song that I just can't put my finger on, but something about there's some kind of Elliot Smith like um, chord progression and melodies in some of these songs that were quite nice. Um, I really liked "Baby, Let's Make It Real," but lyrics again weren't great. Um, <laughs> when I when I first read the uh, the track list for the song uh, for the album, I was convinced that that song was "Let's Make a Baby." Yeah. So I was very confused when yep. the lyrics happened. That was just a little, you know, little story for you. Um, I realised I didn't make a note with this, but I'm going to jump back to the fifth song on the album, which is Dark and Dramatic. Didn't like that. Um, the last song... Um, <laughs> I haven't really got much I'm so glad you went back. Like that. Uh, last song on the album, Waking Up, uh, I thought was a nice way to end the album. So overall... Ironically, I did wake up when the album came off. So wow. there we go. Beautiful. Poetic. Um, overall, I thought there was some great musicality, some beautiful melodies, and some really good instrumentation. Uh, Instrumentalization. You know, instrumentation, <laughs> which is a word. Trampoline. Um, <laughs> there were some uplifting moments and some more somber or um, reflective. Solemn. Solemn, maybe. Right, I'd say re- reflective kind of moments as well. Um, musically, reflective. great. Ref- lyrically, did nothing for me. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Musically, if it was if it was instrumentals, although I don't like it, non-vocal songs, as we will probably discuss in a moment. But um, <laughs> if it was all music, I thought it was really good, and I thought his voice was nice. He just needs to. Uh, Thirteen albums in. What else is he going to talk about? I should say I think they recorded this during lockdown, but I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni, tell me what you listened to this last Eww. week. Live from the well, from the vault. Bus. Um, I listened to Buster Rhymes' latest album, Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. Bingo. And my God, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. 
Um, I was so intimidated. <laughs> I had this on. I don't know why, but I just had the music on loud as soon as it came on, and it scared me. No, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the the opening scared me a bit. Um, my, I'm gonna start with the bad because there's a couple of points I've got. Um, the whole album feels a little bit. I mean, I, I didn't listen to it in bits this time. I listened to it like all the way through nonstop, well, which dragged like. Yeah, mad. That's why I was um, daunted it, by it. It's a long album. Oh, there no. is too many songs. There doesn't need to be as many songs on it as there is. Um, I thought if this was like a deluxe version. Turns out he's just released like a deluxe yep. version with even more songs, which is just ridiculous no, because no. apparently, I'm looking on Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge, um, oh. and it's 77 minutes long. That's apparently. the normal version. Uh, I, I, normal yeah. version, right. Okay, that's just, yeah. It's a long. I think the deluxe is um, about um, ninety-five minutes. But I think that this goes could be two points. It could be his like streaming now and like rap or pop and and that, those styles of um, those genres tend to be like long albums with just like every song they've been making in that time they just put on for streaming services because it'll get the most clicks and listens. Um, but it also could be that. He's been recording it from 2009 wow. to 2020, which I only just found out. I knew he was he had a couple of old songs, like the Kendrick Lamar one was old, but yeah, 2009 apparently. Um, yeah, it was a bit bloated in my opinion. There was too many songs on it. Um, definitely would have cut down. It, lyrically, in some points, it got a bit repetitive when he kept on saying that like he feels like he's being overlooked. Yeah, like he's the best in the game. You know, I, should, I deserve more praise. Himself, like it just. Yeah, it was it was a bit whiny. It came off really whiny, if I'm <laughs> being honest. Um, I put clearly because he doesn't stop going on about it, um, and I put very in your face. And Buster does what Buster does best mm-hmm. when he's spitting. He's spitting hard and fast, right at you. Um, <laughs> Cleopatra. And then <laughs> Chris Rock will either piss you off or you'll actually really like it. Um, if there wasn't as many songs, it it wouldn't have bothered me. But it got to the point where I was just like sick of listening to as many songs as I was doing, and then also subsequently sick of hearing Chris Rock's voice. Um, but the last song where he's like singing to like yeah. or scream <laughs> shouting to a a background piano, it, it, that bit's really funny um, and good. Um, standout tracks. I've oh no, sorry. I'll go on to those. I like the transition from Deep Thought to The Young God Speaks and then into Look Over Your Shoulder. Yeah. Um, that Those transitions are so nice. Um, it's all one sample. I can't remember the fucking name of the sample it is. But like it's all one and it just flows really nice. Um, Look Over Your Shoulder with Kendrick Lamar is definitely a standout track. Um, they just work amazing on it. And we mentioned it last week anyway, but yeah, it's definitely one of the standouts there. Um, slow glow. I like the eight-bit riff that was going on. That was really cool. Um, and then don't go with Q-tip, but I mean, it's nice to hear Q-tip on any song, so that that always helps. Um, one other criticism I had, sorry, was that, and I think this goes back to the fact that it was recorded over so long. A lot of the songs sound dated, like the Mariah Carey song sounds like it's old. Um, 
It was, yeah, it was all right. I, listened, I liked it the first time, and then the second time around, maybe it's because I just listened to it and it was just like draining on me. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was all right. I did not like it. Um, but yeah, a lot of the songs sounded like outdated, um, like stylistically they did, in my opinion, apart from the ones I've mentioned. Um, but yeah, anyone else's? Oh, sorry, out of five, five before I pass it up. Pass it over Pass to uh, Sir Gottfried. Um, I really like the songs I liked. So four out of five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wish it wasn't as bloated. Like if it had less songs on, then could see it potentially being a five. But there were just too many tracks, too many men. Um, yeah. So that's my hot take, which is Liam. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm eagerly waiting to talk about this album. Um, I agree. I think it was long. On edge at sea. I think if they cut, if he cut a few tracks out, then I could definitely see yep. it's been like a five out of five album. Five out of five album. I listened to it twice. <laughs> I listened to it a couple of days ago. Really liked it. I listened to it again today, and a few of the tracks particularly like grew on me a lot more. Um, I like. I don't actually usually like Chris Rock. I don't. I don't like him much as a comedian. Sorry. Um, although you don't need to apologise. He's not here. <laughs> He's not listening. Sorry, but I actually quite like his his um, kind of interludes and stuff on this album. Tsar, uh, Tsar, I guess you'd pronounce it. It was a great song. That stuck yeah, to me. That was alright. Um, mm-hmm. Slow flow into, with all dirty bastard was really good. Into don't go by Q tip. The there's some uh, lyrics at the beginning I think that kind of mentioned don't slow flow i thought that worked really well um it's most mm-hmm. i think mostly the, the it's the songs with features on that stand out for me although bump boom i thought was really good which is a bust <laughs> yeah. of rhymes um solo <laughs> master father mohammed with rick ross thought was really good you with Anson dot park was also very good i d- the only bit i liked about that um was anderson pack's flow yep. Because it was really off kilter, mm-hmm. at like I, I don't know the time. It's probably like triplets in there in between it, but like it just didn't go the way you expected it yep. to go, and that was interesting. But I didn't really rate the actual song that much, in my opinion. Um, the song that Don and the Boss with Vibes Cartel with his kind of um, what do you call that? Is it dancehall um, kind of style? The way you were singing, oh, it was cool. Anyway, that kind of reggae-ish Caribbean style was really cool. In there. Best I can with yeah, Carib- Caribbean. Uh, best I can with Rhapsody, uh, which is the one where there's like the skit at the beginning. Uh, I, I don't always love skits, especially when they're clearly acted because this sounded very scripted. But the song, although the lyrical matter was again very much Buster Rhymes, obviously felt like he has been taken advantage of as a father of a. He's overlooked. He's overlooked. For well, his, you, get it. you know, his, uh, the mother to his child clearly hasn't treated him right and he wanted to make a song about it. Um, and that was very clear. Although I really liked that song. I liked uh, Rhapsody's part. The instrumental was very nice. nice. And I liked it going from Rhapsody to Buster Rhymes and kind of like responding to each other. That was really good. Love the Mariah Carey song, which is funny because you mentioned this last week that I'd be into that. I liked it. She did it just for you. I, I felt it. Kendrick's song, brilliant. Um, the Mary J. Blige yeah. song, brilliant. And I really like the Nicky Gray song as well. Nah, I didn't like those last two you mentioned. Well, you're wrong. 
Um, but yeah, I've, um, I very much enjoyed the album. I thought it was full on in places, and but also like those last, like, I think as the Mary J. Blige song is a bit slower, and I I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I'd I'd give it at least four out of five. Personally, Callum, did you listen it's to not it? yours to rate? I'm just saying, if it was me, you can't rate it. If it were me, I would give it at least no four out of five. Colin, did you listen to it? Uh, I got about seven songs through. I I didn't That's... I didn't dislike it, right. but I was just not in the mood. Um, I wrote that I really liked. Uh, sorry, I have not got my notes up. It's unacceptable. I really liked the uh, strap yourself down. Yeah, is that the first one? It's like the third. Third. Yep. All right. Well, at least I listened to at least three songs, and um, <laughs> I I really liked the Kendrick song, which we alluded to last week. We did allude. Um, we? we did. I've, but other than that, I've got no no thoughts. I'm afraid. I, it's not really my my bag. Not my place to comment. Jam. The first see. real song on the album. I'm not sure. I think it was in the intro. I guess when he starts actually flowing properly. It is. Yeah. And that. I do like really that. Good. Yeah. yeah, I liked the intro. I thought I would have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. And obviously the the scene the album is um, extinction level event. Oh. And it's very. It's very of today, politically. Um, uh, every kind of aspect of problems of the world today is mentioned, from climate control to um, Black, Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter and racial uh, stuff. In I, I was going to say, I wasn't sure that's a, the right word to use, but um, and also politics and things. Well, There's a lot, of, a lot of that going on, um, which was interesting the points and um, kind of not cliche at points lyrically. I mean, I just think that some of it was on the nose, but on the nose. And I'll that's a nice I'll leave way of putting it. But I enjoyed the album. Thank you, Mister Godfrey. Um, that is our main points on Hot yes. Press. Now we just got like the singles and other little bits that we listened to. Um, I will not go first because I genuinely didn't listen to much. I'm sorry. Are we still Everyone. gonna just keep? We'll just go through it in order of what it is on screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's just easy to do. Yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. On screen. We'll start, so, so go on. Go on. the first one is uh, "Ghost EP" by the Lathams. 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 Probably. Lathams? Yeah. Lathams. Yeah. It's definitely not Lathams. Could be. <laughs> It's definitely Could be. Not Ask them. Get them on. <laughs> um, Alright. I didn't really I didn't really make any in depth notes. Nope. I put it was better on the second listen and I enjoyed the last track the best. Um didn't even write the name of the last track. This is the quick fire <laughs> round of the podcast. Next one. The last track is called <laughs> Foolish Parley. I would say yeah, it was alright. Nothing exciting. Some guitar yeah, work nothing new. sounded um uh in terms of Effects, I guess, on the guitar work sound remind me of uh, Favorite Worst Nightmare. Some guitar yeah. stuff on there from Dark Monkeys, uh, not as yeah. not as good really, but it sounded like that in, in places. But I thought it was it was an okay EP. Nothing. I liked the um, the singer's ability to change melody so like quickly. Mm-hmm. And there was one point where he was basically rapping. It was that fast. It was, that was quite impressive. You know, that made it a bit more interesting yeah. for me, but. You know, it's you know, it's, worth a lesson. it's decent. Worth a lesson. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Next one up. Um, sorry, Annie, you didn't listen to Leavems, did you? 
Lathams, Lathams, Lathams. Uh, I'll I'll interrupt when I've listened okay. to something which isn't going to be for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you just pop your little head up, son. Um, <laughs> next one up is the new One O Tricks Point Never's album, uh, Magic One O Tricks Point Never. I don't, um, Callum. That sounds like a PS3 game attack. Yeah, it'd be a really good <laughs> game attack. Um, a bit of trivia for you. This the name I believe comes from a the one of Tricks Point Never comes from a radio station called word. Magic 106.7, and he kind of played on that to make one of Tricks Point Never, and then I guess released this album and called it Magic. So it's full circle. I might be wrong on that, but I maybe I made that up. Maybe who knows? <laughs> Pretty sure I read that somewhere. Um, have you ever listened to one of Tricks Point Never before, Colin? Because I know you listen to this album. Um, no, I've not. I've heard one song, I think it was a remix of a Sandy Alex G song or a song they did together called Babylon, I believe, which I liked. Um, so I was interested to, I've never really listened to his own stuff. I was interested to see what this uh, was like. And it was, uh, it was uh, magical. Or something. It was, yeah, it was something. I only listened to it once. Um, yep, that's all I could stomach. I really, it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. Yep. It was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I it, it was very musically intellectual. Very well made. Yep. But it was just a bit... Not fun. Right. Yeah. It, it, oh. This was in the same day that I was listening to the Buster Rhymes album. And I think this album made me not want to listen to yep. music again for the day. <laughs> like it was I long. I think we broke... It wasn't even a long album. Was it like it was about fifty minutes? Uh, right? Forty-seven minutes, but seventeen songs. Yeah. So. Yeah, some songs were like fifty minutes, fifty seconds, and then there was like seven-minute ones. A few interludes and stuff. Yeah, I think we both agreed on "I Don't Love Me Anymore" being a. Is that the track that we've? I don't love me anymore. Made me carry on listening to the album. Yep. Yeah, I'd given it till that song just like randomly. I also to, like, see if I was going to carry on, but I really enjoyed that. So I oh, and it worked on to the end. That's good. Yeah, I quite like the Weather Channel. Um, apart from that, yeah, I I think yeah, the Weather Channel. I liked Long Road Home, Long Road Home as well. Had some enjoyable moments. I don't but... really remember specifics after that, but yeah, yeah well made. I don't love me anymore. Was really good. Some that was um, definitely the highlight. Some good. Uh, Yanni, you might actually be. Yeah, I think you should listen to some interesting vaporwave. Hi, I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi, Yanni. Thanks. Um, I, I was actually just saying that so you could listen to the recording after I forgot you were still here live. Um, some vapor wavy like stuff in there. Sold. Pretty good. Yeah, I definitely think you'll like. I don't love me anymore. I think you should. That's listen. a. It's a good. It's a good track. That yeah. That'll do on there. One o tricks. Um, let's go on to our favorite album of the week. Um, Carlton Melton's album "Where This Leads." Fucking nowhere is where it leads. <laughs> oh my god. So this is an hour and ten minutes, nine songs, Holy fully shit. instrumental, shoegaze heavy, um shoegazy uh, metal. It's fucking not. It's but it's just it's not. It's just like a lot of noise. But it's there not is, noise I, I rock. I don't see where the shoegaze element of that is. The first song, The Stars Are Dying, um, I think possibly I was, was just a recording of stars, because there really wasn't much going on there. <laughs> Literally, uh, I'm going to quickly play it and hopefully it doesn't play out loud. It shouldn't. Okay. It was 17 and a half minutes long. For the first, I think, 11 minutes, it's very much like 
nothing really happens. It's very simple. I think it might be a guitar, bit of guitar work kind of going on, but not, not much at all. Mm. After that, I mean, Callum, you didn't listen to the full album, did you? No, this was originally going to be my like in-depth album for the week. Quickly changed my mind. I bet you got suggested um, Foxes. Based on the uh, based on the description, I was really excited. Like it was, you know, this it's been they've been described as quite shoegazy, but I don't. Well, maybe there is in the songs that I couldn't stomach, but I really don't see where they where that came in. I'm not very. I'm quite a big. Well, I'm going to say I'm not very good at picking out um, some genres all kind of melt into one for me at some point. But melting into one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, to me, hey, those shoegazes hey, hey. is just kind of like just just putting loads of sound on top of each other, and I guess that happens. Yeah, basically. But it's not traditional yeah. kind of. For me, like I don't. Know if this is even right, but shoegaze to me is like my bloody Valentine. That's kind of the way yeah, I yeah. say. Okay, there's yeah. nothing like that going on. No. Um, I I, wrote, I got up to the song Waylay, where I wrote that it sounded like it was going to get better, but I was too bored, yeah. and I really thought that the lack of vocals just yeah hampered its ability to excite. Like I was just, you know, I was just if there had been some even some like even some ooze, just something in the mix <laughs> that was just yeah, but <laughs> you, you know there was just same hate ooze, don't like those ooze, but there was just no, there was just nothing. For me, I'm afraid. Yep. Sorry, Carlton. I think there was some good actual music. How dare you? There's some good music made. I listened to the full thing. It was a good music made, but it wasn't. Uh, it was a, a tour de force. Did it get heavier at all? Because I think it might have been in the first song. Don't know. There was like the occasion. <laughs> there was like the occasional like bar where it would get really heavy, but then go back. I think. Hmm. I think there was, and a... I was thinking if 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 it did that, if it actually like built up on that, it would have been exciting. Maybe not the whole eleven minute build up, but there were definitely. Um, I'll be honest, Callum, I don't remember. And between this and our album spotlight, there's some crossover there in my brain. So um, I don't know. Fair enough. Although my opinions on that are quite different, but Fair I think enough. that's enough for Carlton and Melton, the two. <laughs> shoegazy non-shoegazy brothers um, next up on the list is somewhere for Yanni is there waiting to jump in I'm ready oh. um, we have the new Dizzy Rascal album E3AF he's just a rascal as fuck. <laughs> E3 as fuck yeah. I um, unfortunately didn't get much time to listen to this apart from one track called Ooh. LLL which, as we yep. all know, stands for Liam Loves Long-Legged Ladies. Some of the L's, <laughs> are, si- some of the L's are silent. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Chip Diddy Chip. Um, he doesn't tolerate Lip Diddy Lip. Um, I've heard that. <laughs> I have heard that. Is that on his Wikipedia page? Something like that. It is. It's Personal in the um, bio. <laughs> Um, it's in the controversies yeah. um, anything to say about this album Yanni it's there okay. yeah, it's definitely I, an um... album uh, he's coming back to his crime roots he did it with the last one uh, which for the life of me I can't remember the name of but he's oh. starting to go back to like his earlier days where um, his more crime dirty beats dirty stinking beats you know last album's called um, Basket. 
Um, whereas, obviously, we all know he went a bit bonkers. <laughs> Don't gas me. Um, <laughs> um, Trying to come and dance but me. I think a little, um, a little holiday, um, yeah. a couple of dances with me. Mm. Um, they're all Dizzy Rascal songs I'm naming here. Um, he, he's gone back to his roots is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, I, nothing about this album made me want to listen to it. So um, I enjoyed the first I track. Really? I enjoyed the first track on the album. The name. God knows. Um, it could be. Um, and I actually saw him perform with Ella Eyre on some um, like talk show. On YouTube, it came up in my recommended, and I was like, "Oh, it's on the albums for the week. I'll give it a go." I lasted about a minute. Did you think that you yeah. wanted to stop that and cut him off? Wait! Don't be dumb. I just searched for songs by Josh Golden. I've just seen one that says "Don't oh. be dumb." Um, <laughs> no, it's not. He did a he's chip to the chip again. And as we all know, I'm not going to make the same joke. Um, he's released a new song with uh, Dizzy Rascal and JME. Um, and that was good, called Ignite, I believe. Apart from it might get a little bit um, repetitive because there's just a sample which is fire and a really robotic voice like at the end of every line. Um, but that's good. Um Callum, listen to that, because I know you appreciate JME. Okay. And his verse actually isn't the best, uh, Dizzy wow. Rascals is. I know, which is unlike JME to not be the, the best part of a song. Serious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, listen to that. Um, you can listen to the album if you want, but I think that single uh, of Chips is a lot better. Um, I'm going to fade away again. Bye-bye. Wonderful. Um Next one on the list, Camel Fat, new album, Dark Matter, Callum Tellers. Only you've listened to it. Um, yeah, well, I've, I listened to bits of it. Um, the first track is God Awful. Great. Absolutely atrocious. Um, but other than that, it was all right. It was quite enjoyable, but it's not my thing. We all knew this going into the album. Um, I enjoy the songs... Featuring artists I already like, like Jake Bug, yep. Noel Gallagher, Yanis from Fold. Oh, hello. Yanni, you're on it. Wow. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, well, I didn't want to say after he said it was oh, horrendous, so. That's embarrassing. Um, and Panic Room, that is an absolute bop. Welcome to the Panic they, Room. They put that on this album. That has yeah, been that out for fucking yeah. ages. Uh, that makes me miss going to Rosie's. If anyone is from the Chester area. No, no one. Rosie's is the worst place on earth. But that song makes me want to go. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? Thanks. But yeah, overall, decent, but not, not my bag. Thanks, Colin. You're welcome. Um, we're into singles. Singles now. That's fine. First I one... mean, we're 45 <laughs> minutes through. We're, we're we are into singles, aren't we? Singles. Uh, Sleaford Mods, Mork and Mindy, as we mentioned before, the announcement of their album. <laughs> No, <laughs> I've just, just realised. Did anyone? Did anyone actually listen to this? Um, just a quick no. yes or no, Callum. No, no. Okay. no. I listened to Moving seconds on. of it and thought, yeah, and then turned it off. So um, maybe we'll come back to that. I oh, will listen to the album in January. 
you can wait till then. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it then. Um, I'm going to leave the next oh, one to the last. Uh, we listened to the Zen Ooh. Arcade's new single, Don't Say a Word. Uh, Callum Tellers, the three X members of the Stripes, who yep. you seem to care about. Um, uh, yeah, I, I quite <laughs> like some of the Stripes stuff. I, f- um, I thought the single was alright. Yeah, Different. it was alright. Um, I don't personally like it as much as some of the Stripe stuff, but Josh McClory, the guitarist, has gone off on his own, whereas the other three have formed the, a new band called the Zen Arcade. So it was his fault. Like, uh, wow. Well, I'm not gonna, not gonna accuse him. But he, he, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he. Want, I think he probably wanted to sing a bit more. He's the one he who wasn't the main bought singer. everyone sunglasses on the first day of the stripes, and su- and, and suits, and suits. suits. Yeah, it's yeah. a really obnoxious <laughs> harmonica that's horrendous live when you hear to see Arts and Monkeys in 2013. Wow. Yeah. See, we we all went to that gig. We did. We all went to that gig, and you two, you two were sat like directly opposite together stage. without you. Yeah, yeah. I went with my sister. Yeah, we were directly opposite. Yeah, we were like right. Whereas I was like, "Please up, Carl's sister." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was just just off the just like to the left of the stage. Whereas, like, I thought they sounded really good. Whereas, you two think they poor. sounded shit. Really poor. So the only horrendous. Thing, yeah, the only thing I can think is that the sound just didn't travel, or it was just mixed up all in me. It traveled too much. Yeah, that's, had that's too much opinion, chance to uh, develop. I think that was the problem. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, this, next song. We need to move on. No, we don't. Um, we don't. We, we, we are pushing. We've got. No, we're not. We are Crazy. not even halfway through the content. We are not restricted to an hour. Well, we we are restricted to not two hours. But anyway, really yeah, the Zen Arcade song sounded like it could have been a sitcom theme tune. There we go. I That's all it. I had to say. A uh, new single from Personal Trainer, a Dutch band called Politics. I think I only listened to this one. Um, it was good. I liked it. It wasn't mm-hmm. amazing, but I liked it. A uh, new song from Jenny Lee Lindbergh of Warpaint fame, uh, drawn by Jenny Lee, called Some Things Last a Long Time. Yanni, you listened to this. What did you think? I liked it. Mellow. Yep. Very mellow. But I mean, kind of expect it. Just a nice um, from. I yeah. like the instrumentation. I like the piano, the slow piano, the bass, and uh, everything else. I miss Warpaint. I miss Warpaint. I want them to release another album. Please come back, Warpaint. Please. Um, we got a new single from Yardak called Peanuts. Neither of you have listened to this again. Recurring theme: pull your fingers out. Um, <laughs> I like this. If this is, it follows the same style as. Um, Vocal-wise, it's bands like Do Nothing and uh, Black Country New Road, which are, it's got a term. It's like it come from a German band, and I think it's like a German. Shite. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's come. Um, I think it's a German word, Shizer. and it's essentially like talk singing. Um, if that makes sense. There's a lot of bands <laughs> around at the moment that are kind of like. That. Um, but I like I like Peanuts. I thought it was pretty good. Um, and then uh, they play havoc with my tummy. The not the last one actually, because we do have one more after this, but. Uh, Arcade Fire debuted a new track Generation A on the Stephen Colbert show um, from home uh, no news of an album but um, yeah quite like the track yeah decent obviously decent. It's, a, it's a kind of live recorded from home version um, yeah it sounds a bit more like older Arcade Fire than potentially moving on from everything now it was like it's kind of an amalgamation of quite a lot of the stuff actually I felt. I, I want to hear the proper studio version. Yep. I hope they release the version of that because it'll. I reckon it'll sound really good. Agreed. 
And lastly, and probably least, no, I'm joking. Come on. Um, Blossoms wow. have released something to um, the. Oh, I've actually realised I've got another one. Sorry. Do you want me to do it now before you talk about Blossoms? Yeah. Uh, local band to me, yeah, local Liverpool band Courting released a new single called Pop Shop, which played on uh, Lammy's show, Mr. Steve Lamax, on Radio 6 today. Caught that. Very good. I like it. Very interesting new up and coming band. Good. Um, only I listened to that. And now, Callum, surprise, quel surprise, um, Blossoms have released, have started Christmas. Blossoms are the new Mariah Carey. That's what I'm establishing. <laughs> Blossoms have started Christmas. They are the Mariah Carey. They have been thawed in the same sauna that Michael Bublé uses. That is a... They have released... That, wet was, that sounded so nice. I would <laughs> love to be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they've released a well. They've released two tracks that will form double A side. Oh, yeah, will form a double A side mm-hmm. uh, seven inch record that is released on December the eleventh. But the uh, the stu- uh, the streaming versions are available now. <laughs> First track is called Christmas Eve. Open brackets. Sole purpose. Close brackets. And the second song is going is called It's Going to Be a Cold Winter. Both enjoyable. I mean, I'm a bit of a Scrooge this early on in the year. Shouldn't be listening to Christmas songs. Yep. yep. But Agreed. They made me. They made me break my golden rule. Probably won't listen to it again until the first of December. Rightly so. There was some actual yep. sleigh bells on there. There were. Um, um, Tom Tom from Blossoms tweeted uh, that he wrote this on the hottest day of the year, which is a cool little fun fact for you all. Very fun. Really. I do remember Christmas. that tweet when he when he put it yeah. when they put it out. I remember them tweeting that. But yeah, I think, you know, I'm not really a massive Christmas song fan because I have heard them numerous times in my 22 years of life. Every Christmas. So I'm always game. I'm always game for new Christmas songs. Yeah, I quite like them. Especially from bands I love, like Blossoms. I put them on in the car and um, halfway through Christmas Eve, sole purpose, Lydia was singing along to the chorus. It was quite catchy, I guess. Um, The second one one was quite a bit shorter, wasn't it? Like only like less than Uh, three minutes. Yeah, I've only listened to that. I've only listened to that one once, whereas I've listened to Christmas Eve's Sole Purpose uh, three times. I, I preferred think. the first one to the second one. Yeah. Um, the second one was self-produced by them, from what I read. Um, and what I was saying beforehand is I can sort of tell, because the first one sounds a lot better. Um, Putting those on, um, I immediately, um, immediately have to put on a... Um, a uh, favourite Christmas song of mine. It wasn't Paul McCartney. <sighs> over Paul, Paul McCartney, um, Wonderful Christmas John Time Lennon. is one of my favourites. Happy Christmas War Blossoms is over is one of my favourites as well. Step Into Christmas by Elton John is also one of my favourites. But this was Cold Plays. What's that noise? Cold Plays. Uh, that is a, a firework that we previously alluded to. It sounds like someone is really being ripped apart. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> um... Person, Coldplay's Christmas Lights. Love that. Great Christmas song. Um, and that... Con- don't, don't spoil the future Christmas pod, Liam. This is all stuff we can Oh, I was, yeah. Then. Sorry, I've named like all my favorite Christmas songs. Uh, oh, well. Wow. Um, look forward to me talking about them in great detail. I have a lot to say. Um, but that concludes, I believe, Hot the Press. It definitely does, Liam. Definitely You're very does. right. The Thank next God. section is Album Spotlight. I don't like 
living under your... And <laughs> this week around, it is the band Nothing with the album The Great Dismal. And Ooh. if that doesn't make you excited to listen to an album, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck will. Spot on um, because if you put it on, you'll immediately want to put it the fuck <laughs> off. Um... <laughs> Johnny, tell us what you thought. Take it away. <laughs> I loved it. Um, no, uh, it wasn't for me. It was a bit too heavy. Uh, I thought I'd like it because I like heavy shoe haze, but it was a bit too much for me. Yeah, um, I'm exactly the same. I think the heaviness kind of tailed more into metal than shoe haze. At mm. times, it was yeah, it was a bit too like hard rock, yeah, like metal, like you say, than the shoe haze for me. Um, well, for all of us, by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just disappointed because I wanted to like this. Yeah. Um, Especially because of how nice that... the vinyl is. Oh, my yeah. God, I wanted to buy this it? album. Well, there's quite a lot of variants and they're all very nice. Yeah. Okay. A lot of splatters. I won't be buying it, though, because I did not enjoy the album. Um, I will I will jump okay. in here with a conflicting uh, viewpoint of this album. I should be called The Great Disappointment. <laughs> it was right. very dismal. Uh, it was very bleak. It was uh, a point of depression, uh, but I enjoyed it because <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I quite liked it. I didn't think you. No, liked I quite it. liked it. I quite liked it. See, um, I was really, I was really not expecting Liam to be the only one out of us who would like it. Cause yeah. Traditionally, yeah. for those who don't know, Yanni and I are quite big shoegaze fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Liam isn't. I maybe I push somewhat more heavier. Possibly. Oh mate, have I got a tune? For, have I got a tune for you? If you want heavy shoegaze, if it sounds like it sounds like nothing, I, I was quite into it. Yeah, it doesn't. It sounds okay. much better. Okay, well, you can have tell me now or not. Uh, Deadbeat by a place to bury strangers. Yanni will back me up. Fucking okay, I'll what a tune! I'll listen to that. I'll send it to you in the group chat. Thanks so much. But that's not that's on, not on this, this album. album. What is no, on this album? Is the standout track for me, Catch a Fade, arguably also the most uh, different of all the tracks and the least heavy shoegaze. So, the one that uh, doesn't fit on the album, um, but personally for me, my favourite song. I also liked April Haha, um, Famine Asylum as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree it was heavy and um, a bit much at points, but generally didn't dislike it. Yeah, um, I. I... Put that I really like Say Less, the first track. I thought that was a good opening. I was just about to say Say Less is one that I actually didn't mind. Yeah, and April Ha Ha yeah. uh, is also <laughs> very good, I put. Uh, but it just kind of tails off from there and it doesn't really grab your back. It's quite samey. That was my overriding thought, yeah. It is too yeah. samey, isn't it, unfortunately? Um... Yeah, I enjoyed the shoegaze elements. However, they're not really all that prominent. Um, and the vocals weren't really for me. I like the overall drum sounds of the album. A lot of it, I think, if I just li- just listen to it, the intro of Bernie Sanders <laughs> sounds, uh, the drum sounds sound, blah, 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 sounds very much like Idols. Yep. Um, that was my only part on that. <laughs> that was all I had to say. Um, Bernie Sanders, everyone. What could have been? Oh, please don't. Please don't. Uh, is there any news, by the way, on that? Anyway, let's not talk about that. 
Um, no. Yeah. I think the album art was also disturbing. Highly. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the album. I don't think there's much more to say on that, really. In terms of... Out of fools, what are we going to give this? Um, personally, because <laughs> no one else decided to speak, <laughs> um, I <laughs> will give it quite a harsh four oh. out of ten. Because I was, I'm also I was so excited. For, I was so excited for like for the album based on the description, mm. and it just really did not live up to what I thought it was going. to You were very excited to listen to uh, an yeah. album called "The Great Dismal" by Nothing. Yeah, because yeah. You, it was described to it me was, as a shoegaze album, and I'm all, always game for more I shoegaze. Mean, shoegaze in my life. I think we've established through this podcast that there's probably um, shoegaze is more than you uh, would expect. I've learned a no. lot about shoegaze. <laughs> no, I want the great wah noise in the background. Some some, some vocals that are very far down in the mix. Basically, I want more slow dive, ride, and other good bands. Enough of those I'm good bands. <laughs> Insert names here. Yanni. Nothing's the great Sorry? dismal. Also a four, oh, you did say. like I've oh, previously said. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a four for the uh, the same reasons. Just wanted more from it. Um, I I like the sound of yeah. it. It sounds good, recording wise. I mean, um, so it's not worse than the four, but um, it's certainly no better than a four either. I Ian, I think that four is very harsh. I am not. I am not sure what to give this album. At one point, Brilliant. I actually toyed with a rather high score. And if you remember, higher than last week. Um, but but you've not told us I, all now. Well, I'm just telling you, if you remember what last week's was, at one point I was higher than that. Um, for all you keen listeners out there, want to reference back, you'll know before I tell you. Um, but I think I'm going to settle on I'm going to settle on. I, I, yeah. Liam Godfrey. Really this decision. Album Spotlight. The album Great Dismal by the band Nothing. Liam Godfrey. 7 out of 10. I almost said 6, wow. but I, I did like it. And if I think compared to last week of Gorillas, it was about equal for me in terms of enjoyment. I almost what? said 8. I almost said 8 out of 10. Maybe that'll that change. Is ridiculous. Maybe that'll change. Before I, we started this podcast. I said, I'm surprised that you shared one of their songs on your story and you went, yeah, that was the only one I really enjoyed. And now you've just Particularly, come yeah, and no, said that you was nearly the, gave it an eight. That was the story. Yeah, well, I realised eight was quite uh, Seven very generous. generous. I think Catch a Fade is the one that stood out for me, but I, I guess the other songs didn't stand out as much, but I enjoyed the album as a whole quite a lot. Well, that's, that sense? that's your prerogative, Maybe, my friend. I, I'm going between six and seven. I feel like I've gone for seven, just to be kind. Maybe it's more of a six, but it's around there. It's around six, seven. Let's say six, just right, so well, it's an even definitive... number. Let's say six. Although, okay, so we need, we need a mode, mean, and medium. No, I'm now. going to say seven because it makes all this part easier. So in terms of a mode, we've got a score of four. In terms of a median, we have a score of four. As a four. mean, we have a score of five and the range 
the biggest Quite range fast. we've ever had on this podcast. Yeah. Is what, Annie? Well, I word Sorry? I can't pronounce very well due to my TH fronting issue. Um, <laughs> free. It's, <laughs> it's free. a free. The range is a free. <laughs> no, it's it's free. So if you if you're into range, it's a big week for you. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's nice it. to uh, nice to have a difference in opinion. Yeah. Every now and then. So yeah, it is, especially when Liam is wrong and yeah. we can yeah. fully yeah. employ it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Love it. Shall we move on to Under the Needle? Liam. Okay. Hello, Callum. Hi, yeah. You turned 23 this week. 23, yeah. (laughs) You are old. I'm old. I have two months to say this until I turn 23, but you are old. old It's actually one month. That's really depressing. Yeah, it's just one month, mate. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm 23. So... I have it on good authority that you have had many things under the needle this week. Oh, I've had a lot under the needle. <laughs> um, yeah, my friends and family, the one thing I asked for was records. I made a list and got most of the list. You have friends? Uh, apparently, uh, uh, to be fair, it's mostly family. Um, but yeah, I got quite... Yeah. A... <laughs> I didn't get anything. Carl got me nothing at all. Yanni got me something you that had... wasn't a record, but... You're 23 now. Like I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to get you anything. I'm not seeing you in months. How am I going to get it to you? Okay. I'll buy you a pint when we can see each other again. Happily, I will accept that pint. Thank you. Uh, you, you're such lads, aren't you? Each other pint. Get your Stella. Wear our vests. I will never wear a vest. Please, please don't make me wear a vest. I'm 23. I did my random as a kid. Anyway, I got a lot of albums. Let me just quickly scroll through, Albums. flick through my records here. Flickety, flickety, flick. First one, uh, I'll cover briefly because I did cover last week. Um, the three picture discs, uh, copies of Sports Team's album Deep Down Happy that were released for Record Store Day October drop. Uh, I did talk about this last week because I went to pick them up on the day and thought it was worth talking about there. I've since listened to them, not great quality. Um, picture discs <laughs> typically on. I've only listened to one of them to be fair, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very good, uh, but quite a bit of skipping and background noise, but I don't, it's not going to be my primary way of listening to the album. So, on to the next one. And I thought I'd start the rest of this with a, a favourite, I think, of, of The Fools on a Hill, covered some two weeks past, I think, maybe? Yeah, well, I don't, think our, I don't think our future listeners will ever hear that podcast because of my microphone mishap. I think they will love to hear it. <laughs> Your mic... Yeah. yeah, I thought I'd uh, give it its full title, but yeah. However, um, on that week, what's, what's the album? On that week, we covered as uh, sorry, I covered as my kind of track for Hot Up the Press, which you guys both uh, kindly listened to. Kevin Morby's new album, Sundowner. Um, so good, it's really. They hated it. I hated it, but I really liked it. So bad. So I got this for my birthday. It's on a be- beautiful, beautiful clear pink vinyl. I can confirm. The vinyl is beautiful. Oh, it was pink. Yeah. I, I can confirm Ka- I am yeah, colourblind and thought it was clear. So that's a sad, uh, yeah, sad fact. It was very, it's very, very pretty. It's got very it nice, really um, nice labels as well. Kind of old-fashioned, just a very simple style. But uh, like silver and blue, and it looks really nice. Uh, it also came with a signed print, which is cool, of the album cover, which I've just... I kept the cellophane on, just slipped it in front. Um, so it looks nice. Put the value of the record down a bit, which is uh, a win-win. Yeah, you know, who cares? Um, uh, not a good pressing of the album. 
uh, an album that features a lot of um, a, an album that features a lot of clicking and popping because uh, there's a few songs that are kind of set around the campfire, and so that's a thing. Um, there are songs that didn't have that clicking and popping on, uh, but definitely did on this particular pressing of the record, uh, especially on side B. It seems to have been printed off kilter. So when you put the needle down, it rocks back and forth really badly and skips quite a bit. Not good. I saw on Discogs that a few people, a few people complained about it. But hey-ho, it looks really nice. It comes with a sign print. I like the album. Yep. So moving on to the next one here is uh, the 2020 album but from Happiness, spot of a Y, called Floater, spot without an E. That's all you make, isn't it, Liam? I'm a big floater guy. Just knocked down. I'm a big floater guy. Um, you just ate the microphone. This, this is a <laughs> tasty. Um, this is an album <laughs> I listened to the two for the first time this year. Really into it. Um, singer sounds quite a lot like Elliot Smith. Um, one song yes. to click on there. I Scary really like so. Vegetable, but there's quite a few good tracks on there. Beautiful, clear vinyl. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really good album. I got quite into the band. Um, but yeah, as the only said, they're scarily like Elliot Smith and potentially what Elliot Smith would have sounded like in 2020. Possibly, I don't know musically if it's quite there, but or more like if Heat Miser would have stayed on until 2020. Um, interesting. But he sounds very much like Elliot Smith. Good album. Mm. Next one we have is another 2020 album from Eve Tumor, Heaven to a Tortured Mind. On great album again, beautiful silver album. It is brilliant album. Um, possibly we'll be covering this later on in further podcasts, mightn't we? Mightn't <laughs> we? Uh, brilliant album. Uh, again, listen to it this year. I heard the track. Um, I can't. What's it called yeah. now? What's <laughs> it called? I can't remember. Either. Um, I'm gonna have. To That's check how much this, we liked it. But I, I, oh, licking, I'm licking an orchid. Right Licking Orchid featuring James K, I think. Uh, yeah. That's the first track I heard from them, and it was it's fantastic. Very, very good song. I tried to listen to that album. I mm. didn't really get into the album, and then put this album on, and it's brilliant. Um, some of the songs on it, such as <laughs> uh, Kerosene, Gospel. Gospel for a New Century. For a New yeah. Century. Uh, Great song. Dream Palette. Yes. Superstars. Um, Strawberry Privilege. Yeah, they're all the songs on the album. It's a very, it's a very good it. album. Um, Four songs. That's all you need. I'm a big fan of them. Um, yeah, great. Next one up is another 2020 album. I actually, uh, well, they're often 2020. I, tr- I purposely tried to get. Um, well, I guess if you're asking for gifts, you're not going to ask them for them from Discogs. But uh, yeah, I purposely tried to get albums that I've liked from this year. Um, but the next one is the Nude Parties album, Midnight Manor. Have either of you listened to this at all? No. no, I really like it. Um, it's kind of um, going for kind of a classic rock kind of thing, somewhat Rolling Stonesy style, I guess, or um, you know that kind of sixties um, style. You know what I mean? That kind of style. Um, they come in that manner. So I'll take you that. Um, yeah, great. I think it's a really good album. It's very enjoyable to listen to. Uh, it came on a marmalade coloured vinyl. It's a bit more red than I was expecting, as opposed to orange, but it kind of looked like it had like a marmalade. You get the bits of orange peel, kind of look like that. And it came with a signed seven-inch uh, record, signed seven-inch record. Um, I haven't listened to it, as opposed to use your imagination, honey. 
Uh, but I've not listened to Seven Inch, but it's good on. Uh, next one up, we've got the Strokes 2020 album, The New Abnormal, released at the beginning of... You're going to have to hold me back. You're going to have to hold me back. Released towards the beginning of uh, The Strange Times. Um, a fantastic album. Yanni, tell us more about this album. Um, I'm going to try and keep it brief because I will be talking about this later on in year. Um, <laughs> it is a great album and was not expecting it to no. be as good because the latest, well, I mean, the most recent Strokes albums are very hit and miss. There's a couple of good songs, but then overall they're a bit meh. But this album blew me yep. away. <laughs> Um, it's yeah it is amazing so many standout tracks that i'm not going to mention because i want to save all of this save it then stop talking it's on the nice uh picture disc vinyl which is um i was quite lucky to get actually it was on amazon um from a polish seller and there was like five up for sale at a reasonable price uh at the same time i bought this for as like a reasonable price it was on discogs for about 15 pound more so i was really quite lucky at that um yeah beautiful i haven't actually i haven't mm, actually I listened to out, yeah. to it so i can't say whether the picture disc oh, right. sounds not good or good or not good but um yeah i should listen to that next one up um another 20 <laughs> i don't know why i keep saying this i've already said that they're all 2020 but i'm gonna say it again another 2020 album this time from baxter diori the son of ian diori from ian diori and the blockheads from hit me River from stick fame but um, you know, young young old Baxter has certainly um, made his own way in music. I'm a big fan. Taking over, taking taking a lot from his daddy. Um, <laughs> daddy's jewelry. Uh, no, I'd say not. Uh, his new album, The Night Chances. Um, great album. I listened to it again this year, obviously, and it put me. I started to listen to the rest of his stuff. I'm a big fan. Love all of it. I wouldn't say it's his favorite. It's my favorite of his albums. It's probably <laughs> he uh, hates yeah, it. I think he hates it. I think Happy Super is a better album, but um, I think this is still fantastic. The first two tracks, which are called um, "I'm Not Your," this is really good. I'm not your dog. Um, is it called "I'm Not Your Dog"? Something like that. It is called "I'm Not." And your you start dog. off by going, "I'm not your fucking friend." Really good. <laughs> That's the first line of the the album. <laughs> Um, and the second song, Slumlord, are both very good. Um, and it's on a very nice glow-in-the-dark vinyl, um, which I got it to work once, but with something that lives in a sleeve on a shelf in the dark most of its time, unless you were to take it out and leave it on the side in the light for an hour before you want to listen to it, you're not really going to get that glow-in-the-dark feature. So it seemed cool, and then Vibe. it didn't really work out, unfortunately. Still pretty cool. And then lastly on the list, um, last but not least, certainly, is the second album from young Declan McKenna, Zeros, on a picture disc. Uh, I love this album. I think it's a fantastic album. I really enjoyed this first album. I think this album is even better. And yep. It's recently one of my most listened to albums, I guess. I just think it's so easy to listen to, but so uh, creative and well-made and just a good album. Um, Comes on a picture disc. Not that exciting, really, picture disc. Comes in a really flimsy sleeve. It's it's supposed to be like an eco 
I, th- I think it's like it's all very eco-friendly and stuff, which is like, great, obviously. But oh, pathetic. Trying to save the planet. But it's all very sli- flimsy. It's like you've got the outer sleeve, which is um, is cut out in the front with a big circle, so you can see the picture disc. Um, so I've kept that in the cellophane kind of thing to make sure that's not a problem. But even that's very flimsy. And then um, the picture disc is in a clear inner sleeve. So there's not really much protection there at all. I've actually just put it in a bigger mm. a PVC sleeve to help, but um, very flimsy. Um, but yeah, the record sounds. I've good. got this. I've got this record oh. on a splatter vinyl, which was oh, nice. exclusive because I didn't want to get the glow in the dark one, which was mm. like the, I think it was the standard pre-order from so. his official store. Was it? Is, yeah, I got a splatter one. Is that the one where it was like random coloured, like eco palettes or something like that? Is that? Splatter? I'm not 100 percent sure. What colour is honest. it? It's like purple. Um, it's, I think it's mainly like see-through with like random like. Blue, red, and purple oh, okay. specs. That might be a different like one. A splatter effect. A splatter. Yeah. <laughs> there was another one that when was it like... got delivered. Go on. When it got delivered, my case was a bit bashed and ripped, which I wasn't Ooh, too happy with. Good. Mr. Declan McKenna's store people. Yeah, and Callum doesn't like if to it be was bashed. flimsy like mine, I'd be pretty pissed off at that. Um, to be fair, yeah, no, it's not. Um, it's not an eco case. Just a normal case. It's just a normal, normal just normal case. It's made out of elephant elephant skin. <laughs> all of uh, Honey. All of mine arrived fine apart from the back to jewelry one which has got a slight bend uh, but it's left a crease on the back which i hate bugs me so much really annoys well, me well you take a chance with an album of that title don't you uh, okay thanks Jenny. <laughs> thanks for that Callum, is that all your that's records? all my records no. for this week yeah and i've listened to most of them once, actually just not the uh structure i guess and two of the three sports sure. team ones. Callum, what have you bought? What's arrived? What have you bought? What's arrived? Um, well, in the previous podcast, I alluded to a record that had not yet arrived. Ooh. That was uh, Appalling Human by Wesley Gonzalez uh, on a pink vinyl, which is arguably not as nice as the picture made it look, but still <laughs> very nice nonetheless. Um, and when I ordered it from Bandcamp, the uh, I think Moshi Moshi Records I think is his uh, record label. They also put a seven-inch white label in there, which mm-hmm. really intrigued me. I uh, tried to Shazam it, and uh, nothing happened. Like it didn't recognize it. But uh, I have since messaged them, and they told me it was a Slow Club single. Cool. Um, yeah. So one side is the female singer Rebecca Taylor. Who now goes by self-esteem, if you have heard any of her stuff. It's quite good. Uh, And the other side is Charles Watson. Good, good single. I mean, I wouldn't have bought it if, well, I wouldn't have bought it, but, you know, I'm happy that, (laughs) I'm happy that I've got it, especially on a white label, because I think that's pretty cool. Um, Back to the Wesley Gonzalez album. It's one of my favourite albums of the year. I know Liam isn't really a fan. Yanni really likes the song Change. I don't know if he's delved into the album as a whole. I wouldn't say he has. But I wouldn't say. This is, this is a conversation to that mystery podcast in the future that we were, we were talking about. We always allude, don't we? We do allude. He do. He does. And I also bought um, the Stripes third album, Spit and Image, 
um because it was 5.99 on discogs and i've got their other two albums cool uh they've got two songs on there <laughs> that i that i like behind closed doors and great expectations other than that it was 5.99 so that's why that's at least three pounds <laughs> It was also like four quid postage, so basically like basically a tenner. But you know, it's just on standard black vinyl. It'll sit nicely next to their other two albums on my shelf. At least you've got the complete collection, I guess. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, that's that's me for the week. And Yanni, you no records this week? I didn't splash out. No, Um, I probably won't do for a while because I spend money on. Other things. <laughs> Go on. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, the album that we'll be talking about next week in the spotlight. Liam, pronounce. Yeah, so our, our album spotlight next week. Um, <laughs> you can't just throw it. I have to give the full. That's a long uh, name. It's a long name. It's that. by an artist by yeah. the name of Tina. 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 And the name Callum. Positive mental health music, yeah. which is something that I'm sure we will all benefit from greatly. Yes. Mm. I hope. Uh, yeah, let's see but what yes. happens. Let's see what happens. We, none of us have... Do we know anything we about it? No like um, style, genre? Um, Do we know I know one of the songs, the, the name uh, eludes me. That's um, but it was, it was BBC Radio 6's Single of the Week. Um, not long ago. It's that one you put on before, Liam, if you can remember which one that was. Golden Rope. Is it? Uh, probably. I think I picked the first one. I didn't say the first one, I said the one that you played before. Yeah, I think I picked the top one on Spotify to hear what they sounded like. Okay, well that is positive that it could be that song then. Although, that's from this new album, I think, so... Yeah, it, it is from the new album. It was like a single leading up to it. So we're all very excited for this one. Um, no, I don't think really any I of us, cannot contain any of us apart from Callum, that one song, we don't really know much about this, but uh, we played a very brief moment of it earlier, and it sounded alright. So, we'll give that a go. Yes. Also, um, just to get the juices oh. flowing, there is a Kylie Minogue album out next week, which I am so excited for. Juices have exploded. Yes. I hope there's a lot of visual right. content to go with the album. <laughs> Lovely. But anyway, on that note, on that and note. on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening. Subscribe on your favourite and ding podcast, that bell, y'all. Podcast provider. If there's a bell, ring it. Thanks. See you next week. Thank you. Ciao, Bella. Thank you.